Hello and welcome to episode 43 of the Waste of Webspace podcast. Starring Jimbo and Fisher. And uh, yeah, this episode title is called This Episode Has a Funny Tinge. Oh yeah, that's reference to uh, a comment made by a member of parliament. Yeah, not just any member of parliament though. Our, our member of parliament. Our member of parliament. Um, which is a bit disappointing, isn't it? Uh, it is. We'll we'll, we'll get onto that later on. <laughs> um, where do we start then? First of all, um, w- welcome to ep- now. We say episode forty-three, but how long can we say episode forty-three for? Until the end of the episode. Well, that's true. But we also we, there's a bit of an issue amongst the podcasting community. I don't know if you know this for sure, because I keep up the podcasting community as we are avid podcasters, aren't we? Yep, we do at the moment only one a month, but we should be doing more. We should be doing more. <laughs> well, we aim to do more, but the uh, Apple are, are kind of going to be cleaning up their their podcast directory, aren't they? Uh, we had an, I had an email about it, so we need to make sure our podcast titles are all smart and neat and tidy and the tags are correct and all those kind of things, which we do our utmost to do anyway. But problem is, okay, they don't want episode numbers in the title. What? That's exactly. Ludicrous. Exactly. How would people know? What episode number we're doing, unless they actually listen to the podcast. Who, who the hell would search for our podcast then, titled, I'll tell you what, I want to listen to podcasts about people with a funny tinge. <laughs> that, that's the only way they're going to find this one if you can't number it, episode 43. Exactly. So, um, But apparently Apple have gone back on this. Lovely. And they, uh, I think they had a bit of a, a, a sort of, you know, backlash against um, not having, not letting you have episode numbers in your title, especially for those kind of ones that are about, you know, story. You know those podcasts that tell yeah. a story? You get a story back to front potentially, then, wouldn't you? If you listen to like an audio book type thing, exactly. It just been not not helpful, not and a very confusing podcast series. If you didn't label your podcast numbers, I mean, ours is already confusing, and we've got numbers in it. But you know, yeah. Um, so it's, uh, there's there's a couple of things about this podcast. It's the first podcast that uh, I'm doing as an uncle to two a t- pair of twins. Congratulations! Thank you very much. Uh, congratulations to uh, your brother. Yep, um, and your brother's uh, lovely. Mrs. Yes, thank you very much. Um, Harry and Archie were born uh, a week ago today, actually. So, uh, and, and very, very lovely young men they are as well. Excellent. Are they going to be on the podcast anytime soon? Um, well, they can't quite speak yet. They've, they've mastered sort of like crying and that sort of stuff. The but, fact uh, that there's two of them means that we could both get replaced. Oh, yeah, eventually. But you didn't think of that, did you? No. And they, they, the only thing is they won't be able to drink beer on the podcast. Yeah, they could do their own rival one. That's a good thought, actually, Jimba. Well done. Good did, you any, did you have anything else on the episode numbers? Uh, not particularly, but obviously we're recording on a Sunday, which is a rarity. Yeah, this and this, this is also an issue for me because we obviously have a, a beer, don't we, on the podcast? Uh, we do, yes. Now we're recording this on a Sunday. It's not ideal because I went out last night and I am feeling a little bit tender today. Really? So beer's not going to go down as well as it would do on, say, a Tuesday night when we normally record. Yeah. Uh, well, I didn't realise that. Obviously, Jimbo, you haven't done your radio show today. I haven't. Uh, uh, was that because you went out and had too much to drink? Uh, last night, or it, it, it could have been, it could have been a reason, um, but I had other work commitments as well, which has been uncomfortable. Oh, right, okay. But anyway, That's yes, this is obviously your radio radio show on Penis FM. Yeah, so uh, I don't know if I've mentioned it on this on this uh, podcast before. Occasionally, but it's, yeah, yeah, it's a Jimbo Sunday brunch every Sunday, ten well twelve noon mm-hmm. on Penis FM. Ninety five point seven Penis FM. It is ninety five Sunday brunch. It is. That's correct. Ten till twelve. Every Sunday, unless he's had too much to drink the night before. <laughs> so, with that then, we need to pour our podcast drinks, don't we? Oh, and I've, I've brought this time, I'm going to go with this one. We're going with, I've, I've tried to find something more, because we, we, we try and get as many from different Yorkshire breweries as we possibly can, don't we? Yeah. And I found one this week, Mitchell's Hop House Brewing in Sheffield. 
and it's called it's, it's it's I think it's like a review of our podcast if anything. It's called Madness, mm-hmm. and uh, it's five percent volume IPA. Uh, I'll tell you a bit about it. Mitchell's then was founded in 1935 as a butcher shop. So this may taste a little bit meaty. Yeah. Oh, that, that doesn't sound very nice, does it? Is, no. is, is a beer, is a beer butch, uh, butchered by the brewer? Is a beer brewed by a butcher? <laughs> Too many bees in that sentence, isn't there? 1960 saw the move to wine, spirits and beer merchants, so they decided not to be butchers yeah. in 1960. Okay. Uh, and their latest adventure is the opening of Mitchell's Hop House Brewing on site at Meadowhead. Uh, we have one aim, which is to make good, honest Yorkshire ales. So, um, What kind of ale is that, then? It's uh, it's an IPA, an Indian pale ale. I thought they said I wanted to make Yorkshire Yorkshire ales. And it's an <laughs> that's Indian... not very on. on. That's not very honest for a start, is it? Yeah, yeah. Be more honest. But they're very very honest about the uh, allergy advice, though, which is obviously good in this day and age. So there you go. Um, honestly, Fisher, have we got a have we got a bottle opener? Of course we have. Because this is good, it's, honest Yorkshire beer. It's, it's left left here from last time we did the podcast. So Fisher's going to open that and pour a drink. And for the second podcast in a row, we don't just have beer. We have we've got cakes, cakes, and going back to Harry and Archie, uh, your nephew. nephew. Sorry, I was I'm getting confused what what terms you're supposed to call kids and stuff. Yeah, nephews. They... Um, we've got H and A topped cakes, haven't we? Yeah, so, uh, my wife, uh, lovely wife Victoria, made uh, made uh, made some buns with an H on it and with an A on it. Yep. Um, for the little lads, mm-hmm. so we thought we would eat one of those each in uh, in. In celebration during the podcast. So I'll have the H for hunk, right. and you can have the A for... Well, I, was, I was kind of thinking you are probably going to take the A one, to be honest. <laughs> I, I think it, well, you're going to have the A for arsehole. All Okay, so um, what we what we moving on to? We're going to start talking news straight away. No, no. So we're podcasting on Sunday, aren't we? Oh, we are um, podcasting on is, Sunday, which is a rarity. I think probably the first podcast we've done on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would so say we struggled to schedule this one in. But you, you texted me yesterday, didn't you? Um, saying what are you doing tomorrow around tea time? To which I said, oh, I've been tea, Jim. Obviously, that's, <laughs> that's what tea time's all about, isn't it? They said, no, 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 no. Can we podcast like before or after tea time? So we've, uh, we're doing it on a, on a Sunday, which is uh, which is good. Um, but I thought I would also mention, um, so not quite a joke we should have done last week, but um, we were talking about taxi drivers, weren't we, if you recall? Yes. And I got in a taxi uh, a few weeks ago, and it was because I was going out in town for my birthday, and it was a global ta- taxi company, shall we say. Um, a global one? A global taxi company, yeah. Is that the name of the company, or is it an actual global company? No, it's, a, it's an actual global company. Bloody, how oh, how right, fast okay. have you in that bun? Well, I won't have talk, enter. Yeah. Um, my opportunity while you're rabbiting on about taxis. So I got into this taxi, and we were talking. Obviously, you use an app to hail this particular taxi company. Oh, I get you now. Yeah, and it was interesting that obviously it's because it's sort of mobile technology. A lot of the younger people tend to use it. So they, it's it's all right, Uber is what I'm talking about. Basically, just to, right. Okay, just to be clear. Yep. Um, and obviously, I always talk to taxi drivers as well. And he was talking about the amount of Chinese students who use Uber. Mm-hmm. And he says you can tell the Chinese because it'll come up on the screen written in Chinese because we've started using Uber in Chinese first and they translate it, translates it mm-hmm. into English. But well, you know what he said to me? Go on. He said, it's all right, though, because fortunately I can speak Chinese. <laughs> so I said... Oh, here we go. <laughs> so I said, all right, then go on, then. 
And this, this, these are his words, by the way. He said, yeah, I can speak Chinese, me. Haro! Oh. Away you want to go! Unacceptable. Yeah. I'm going to report this to uh, my local MP, I think. Yes, yes um, who we, oh. we will get on to shortly, yeah. <laughs> so that was, that was my uh, sort of anecdote that maybe we should have, uh, should have said last week. Um, now, should we stay on transport? Because we like to do transport. Yeah, uh, we can do, we? yeah. Um, now, did you know? did you know that apparently Northern Rail is getting better? Good. I saw apparently so. I mean, I, I don't know if you if you know this or if you're aware of this, but apparently I no, haven't noticed it. New figures suggest that Northern Rail uh, is improving. Yeah, but it's all well and good improving. But if you're crap in the first place, then to improve it doesn't necessarily mean you've got. It just means you've got better. It doesn't mean you're good. Didn't you have a really spacious train the other day? Uh, I was the first person on it, so yes. Yeah, so I take this week I had the carriage to myself for about three seconds, and the only reason I had the carriage to myself is that um, it was meant to be going to platform four B. But instead, the train got rearranged to platform 1A. And I was about to go towards 4B, saw this, went straight to um, went straight to 1A or 1B or whatever it was, and was the first person on the train. Everyone else had to walk all the way from the other platform to there, and they, they sort of joined me a few minutes later. So you but had your pick of the seats. I had my pick of the seats, pick of my carriages, first person on, full carriage to myself, saying then uh, other people jumped in and uh, and took that spice. Okay. Well, anyway. So anyway, sorry about them getting better. I was just saying that they're getting better, um, according to a new story that mm. I read earlier in the week, um, and we can confirm that they're not. Yes, <laughs> we don't really see that. <laughs> uh, so we like to know, mention Northern Rail and, and general transport moans, don't we? And uh, did you know I once moaned to uh, our local MP, um, which we'll get onto that later. We'll get onto that, yeah. <laughs> uh, so what have we got to talk about? I mean, we've been away for a couple of weeks, haven't we? So the bit fair bits have few app- uh, few things have happened, haven't they? Yes. Well, shall we talk about our local MP then? Some who? Sorry, our local MP. Yeah, do you want to do that now? Yes. Let's, let's do talk that about now. her now. Okay. So uh, our local MP is uh, Angela Smith, isn't she? Angela Smith MP, I think, is her full name. Yes, clearly. And uh, she she was a member of the Labour Party. Yes. And she decided, uh, along with a couple of other MPs, that they were going to leave the Labour Party. Mm-hmm. And a couple of other MPs have left the Tory Party as well. Uh, possibly, I think just those I think, two parties, I think. I believe so, yes. Um, and they have formed their own independent group, haven't they? Yes, called um, the Independent Group. The Independent Group. And Angela Smith, um, as first day in her new party... Uh, went particularly well, didn't it, or or not not so well? Uh, it depends what you would define as particularly well. If her objectives was to offend anyone who wasn't white, then it went really well. <laughs> so she was just saying that um, we, you know, basically one of her reasons was was for she believed that the Labour Party wasn't addressing the uh, anti-Semitism within the party. So effectively, racism. Uh, that was one of the things, yes, as yes. well as sort of a, a, a fairly um, unclear stance in terms of Brexit. Yep. Um, but as she was describing uh, her wanting to be in a party that looks out and protects the um, protects everybody from all diverse backgrounds, she decided to describe these people from diverse backgrounds as having a funny tinge. A funny, she did, unfortunately. Yes, I say unfortunately. Um, it's not really that unfortunate because it came out of her mouth, didn't it? So <laughs> she said she misspoke afterwards. Um, How can you do that though as an MP? Like we both work, don't we? Like you know, we're we're professionals, aren't we? In what we yeah. do, and we know we are educated to know how you are the correct terminology to use to describe those from um, ethnic minority backgrounds. So the BME communities and so on. Yep. But yet, an MP Angela Smith seemed to struggle with that. 
But a little thing, bit. Well, no, because the thing is that I don't think at any point in time, sometimes people use an old term. Yeah. And that, that and you think, this person's not up to date, you need to say to them, actually, you so can't that, use that term so typically anymore. typically that would be something such as coloured, yes. is what people used to say. Yep. Um, things like half-cast, for example. Yep. Shouldn't say those things anymore, but they are old terms that people used to say and it didn't used to cause no, offence it, like it does now. Now there's proper terminology. Yeah, which is to say people black or to yep. say that they're mixed race. Yeah. Um, I don't think at any point ever the word funny tinge has been <laughs> refer- used to, or no. to correctly refer to people from uh, ethnic minorities. Uh, unless she was she was being in the middle of a decorating job or something. It could have been, yeah. In, at home. Who knows? And well, she'd picked the wrong paint or something. Well, we'll get on to paint later on, by the way. <laughs> having, said, we'll, having said we'll get on to uh, our local MP later on. We could so get Angela Smith on the, on the podcast to play your game later on. Uh, she's probably too busy digging around, uh, digging a hole yeah. for her to go and stand in. But what I thought was quite interesting was now she's in the independent group, after her controversial comment, would she have to leave the independent group and stand as an independent? That's mighty confusing. Yeah, that's where it kind of... And I think someone else actually left the Labour Party but didn't want to join the independent group and just stands on his own instead. Yeah. But I don't find, I don't see what this whole thing is about, sort of walking across the house and sitting with the other people from your own party. Sure, you're there to represent the best interests of Great Britain. Yeah, it's a bit of a funny one, isn't it, as well, because obviously now we've got, uh, we voted for a candidate from the Labour Party. Or well, not, not, not necessarily we voted, but mm-hmm. people around this here area, yeah. would have voted them, um, voted for them, and now they don't represent the same party anymore. But I suppose you vote for, the argument is you vote for an MP's policies, don't you, not? Not necessarily the party, pop, but is that true? Yeah. It's a I mean, bit she, difficult, one, isn't it? She hasn't joined another party, I suppose. Um, and she's been MP now for probably 14 years, maybe. Mm-hmm. 2005? A long time, maybe, hasn't maybe she? Maybe even 2001, I don't yeah. know. She was struggling a little bit, wasn't she? With holding on to a majority and stuff like that. Uh, it was yes, quite close last time. Last time. Uh, but I think that's down, down to a lot of boundary changes and things like that as well, isn't it? I think last time she nearly lost to the Conservatives. Mm. Uh, they they put in quite a good good display. The mm. Conservatives taking quite a lot of vote from UKIP. Well, I think last time, I mean, to be fair, she had an excuse because during the campaigning, she got some leaflets printed. And if you remember this, I don't. And there'd know. been a bit of a problem with the printers, and right. uh, the 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 sort of ink had, had had an issue. And she she said that the uh, the leaflets had come out with a bit of a funny tinge. Um, <laughs> so that, so that it 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 wasn't quite readable. So yes. people struggled to read the, what her policies were. Apparently, so. Might not, might not necessarily be a bad thing. Um, so we'll we'll move on from that, and that's that group of predominantly Labour politicians, and we'll talk about something a little bit lighter. I mean, you're so, going to break. What about if you broke off and, and formed your own independent podcast? Would people? What would what would happen then? Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't no one would listen to it because I wouldn't know how to upload it anyway. Because <laughs> you, you take care of all that sort of stuff. I just turn up and speak. Uh, so you'd effectively just be sat there talking to yourself in a room. Well, I could record it. Well, I might be able to record it. I don't know. Um, I probably have to try and record it on my iPhone. Whatever you do on your first on your first attempt, don't say anything racist. Yes, that would be very bad. Yes, special guest Angela Smith is on here too. <laughs> so, so let's move to a slightly safer subject of um, Sharina Begum, <laughs> uh, who was an ISIS bride. Yeah, uh, and she wants to come back to the UK. Yeah, and we've said no, no, <laughs> basically. 
to a British citizen. She was a very she. I mean, you know, let's 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 just play both sides of the thing. There's a lot of people obviously don't want her to come back to the UK because she chose to go and join ISIS basically. But she was what 14 at the time was she? Uh, 14 or 15. I'm not too 14 sure. 14 or 15. Which. So she was very young, and you know, uh, the whole thing that ISIS do is they they basically brainwash and. They go for younger people, don't they? Whose whose minds arguably are easier to easy to convince people at that age who haven't got as maybe as good an understanding of things as other people and so on. But there's been a lot of uproar about because um, she wants to come back now because she's having a child. She had a child and she wants to raise a child in the UK. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Sajid Javad, the Home Secretary, has decided to he's, he's written to her family and said that they want to revoke her British status. Mm-hmm. And because she's part Bangladeshi, I think. She's never actually been to Bangladesh. But he said, you can you can go and live in Bangladesh instead. And Bangladesh said, no, you can't. Bangladesh said, well, we don't particularly want her because she's not from here. <laughs> um, and Syria, where she's living at the moment, I don't think they particularly want her because she's not Syrian. Yeah. Um, so they've said, well, why don't you go back to your own country? And it, it's, can you can you imagine Britain sort of just completely washing the hands of any responsibility of a situation and saying <laughs> it's nothing to do with us? But she's, the, thing, the point is she's a British citizen. And yeah. irrespective of the fact that and and don't get me wrong, I don't like the fact that she should be allowed to um, come back into the country and just sort of claim that she's not done anything wrong. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, she's a British citizen. Yeah. And you, I'm not sure you can just tell people who've been born here. And I think to... the, 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 you, they should take the, uh, the the sort of considerations of the child into into the first... That, that should be the first sort of thing to consider, really, shouldn't it? And uh, Well, I think the child's only been born recently and you thought mm. they should be a British citizen because their mother was and... Mm-hmm. And and she was born in the UK as well, of yeah. course. Now the good thing, the, the thing is, with this, she's become a bit of a celebrity, though, hasn't she? Uh, yeah. So if she'd like, if she'd like to appear on the podcast, then yeah. Um, we, we I don't think we'd be able to get her into to, into the actual studio, would we? But maybe we could do a, a video link. Yeah. I'm, I to say what I can guarantee, I am not going out to Syria to see her. <laughs> no way. Um, but but I mean, could she be on? You know, could could she could she have another use? Could she come on and do some reality TV? Maybe like Dancing on Ice or. Oh, yeah, um, of course. You know, I mean, Celebrity Big Brother's finished now, hasn't it? But More know. like Dancing on Isis. Yeah, that would work pretty well. <laughs> would be better. Um, but the, the <laughs> whole the, the whole point really is that as a 15-year-old, what were you doing when you were 15? But you weren't fighting for Isis, were you? Uh, I wasn't. How, how honest do you want me to be? Uh, got you. It's, it's, it's an open forum here, so you can tell us. Okay, I'm not going to be that honest, though. Right. Uh, so when I was 15, I was uh, very curious and, right. <laughs> and I, uh, yeah, I used to go on the internet and I used to research about how they made chocolate and toffee and things like that. That's right. what I, I did. Um, but yeah, anyway, I'm joking, of course. Uh, no, uh, I, I was playing video games or playing out in the park, playing football, those kind of things. Yeah, I think I was probably doing quite a lot in terms of sport. Um, I was uh, enjoyed doing my school work. Yeah, yeah. We, we used to go to school together, didn't we? We so did. We were... I once electrocuted you in science. Yes, but wore my science experiment on my work as well. Yeah. <laughs> Very still, haven't forgot that. <laughs> yeah, but we used to do sport. We used to do did, school yeah. work, play on the yeah. computer, yeah. play with our friends. Obviously, while you know, while, while our parents were working, you'd, you'd have to keep yourself entertained, wouldn't you? Yeah. You know, obviously, my dad working. For Halfords and yeah. your dad for Schweppes. Yes, <laughs> I used to do my paper round in, in an evening. Uh, I don't think either of us would be would be geared up for getting on an aeroplane, flying to uh, flying to the Middle East, and going fighting for ISIS. Though no, I mean it's not a beefer, is it? No, certainly certainly not marrying one of them anyway. Yeah, I mean at fifteen, I was going to Cleethorpes, not Syria. You on my a, own. You once appeared in the local Sheff- in the Sheffield Star, didn't you? Yes, because you'd been out for a day at Cleethorpes or Bridlington or yeah, something. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure. It must have been a slow news day, but they basically wanted to. Speak to people about going to Cleethorpes. Yeah, 
Why would the Sheffield star in Cleethorpe? So I can never work I, out about I, that article. I'm not, I, I'm not 100% sure what was good. I don't know. Maybe it was just something to promote easy holidays or something. But yeah. You were there for a day, weren't you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, remember, I remember reading that and seeing you in there and thinking, why has it actually got onto the news? <laughs> but there we go. Uh, and it's almost as though that this whole story and fuss about um, Sharia Begum is created by the government as a diversion tactic so we don't look at Brexit. Exactly. Oh no, it's kind of isn't it convenient that it's come up just now? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's so. I would say there was a bit of smoke and mirrors there, and um, it's like I don't don't particularly massively sympathise with this person because obviously they've gone to uh, gone to Syria to fight for ISIS, even they probably have been brainwashed and manipulated, and they should they should have to face the consequences of that. Yeah. But to be not allowed back into the country, I'm not wholly convinced that they're on sort of solid safe ground. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be too difficult to get her back into the country because, of course, we have the Eurotunnel, don't we? Of course, yes. She could get maybe she could get a, a ferry from Calais to wherever it is in Kent that we're not having ferries running to. <laughs> because, of course, um, we mentioned the ferry companies on the podcast a few weeks ago. We did, and Eurotunnel have complained, so the government has given them compensation of thirty-three million pounds for not inviting them to tender for one leave contracts. Eurotunnel, they were, they were well up for it. You know what they actually said to the BBC News when I was reading the story? They said, we could have done this. We've actually run ferries before. <laughs> Interesting. Well, yeah, that's a bit better than people who got given the contract. We didn't, have any, we didn't have any boats. Yeah. Uh, but 33 million. Imagine, what could be done with 33 million quid? And we've just given it to your tunnel because they've cocked something up. Imagine making a cock up that costs 33 million pounds. So is it a bit like, right, um, I'm sorry, we, we, we didn't. You didn't. We didn't give you the opportunity to go for this job, but here's thirty-three million pounds. Is basically what's happened. Yes, you have to do no work whatsoever, but here's thirty-three million pounds. <laughs> so sounds good to me. So if I just said, "Look, Fisher, last week I recorded the podcast on my own. I failed to tell you when we were, I was recording, so you wasn't here. I recorded the podcast on my own, but he's thirty-three quid for not showing up and not doing it. I want thirty-three million. <laughs> Actually, not thirty-three pounds. You can't buy me well, off. Come of that. on, we've, we've got it. We've got to make it realistic. But do you know else? Do you know? Do you know who else is podcasting? Well, everyone, everyone podcasts yeah. nowadays. But specifically, do you know which government um, minister has been involved in podcasting? I have no idea. Uh, oh, oh, no, I'm going to say Ed Miliband because he does a bit of. Uh... He does some podcasting, yeah, but yeah. he's not. Uh, he's not in the government. We we decided not yeah. to vote for him. So sorry, Ed. <laughs> uh, isn't it amazing that uh, Labour had a great leader lined up, charismatic, principled, ready to get the party behind him, and went and elected his brother instead? Oh no. Um, so, uh, but this is what happened with the podcast, though, you know, because you know, I was thinking, right, I need to get this podcast up and running. Um, I'm going to contact um, the Fishers, the family of the Fishers, to get yep. somebody on the podcast. And like I said, somebody charismatic, all ready, full of energy, waiting to go. Uh, but your brother's busy, so we end up with you. Busy with his twins. There we go. <laughs> um, so, Liam Fox, the International Secretary for Trade Development, something like that, Okay. Uh, started his own podcast to try and... Which was it included Nick Hewer, I think, from The Apprentice. Oh yeah. Or for, uh, yes, uh, no, formerly The Apprentice, and now Countdown House. And he was trying to do something sort of to encourage businesses and reassure them about Brexit. And I think they recorded six episodes of the podcast, and that the total listens were about eight thousand, so about thousand four hundred people per podcast. Which obviously are listener figures that we could only we could only, only, dream can, of. only can dream of. Yeah. Well, actually, one of our podcasts is up there in the thousands. Oh, good. So that's not so bad. Yeah. But, um, but how much did it cost? We have recorded quite a lot of episodes. <laughs> how much did it cost, do you think? Six episodes of podcast 
How much did it cost? Oh, let's let's stick a couple of million on it, shall we? Oh no, no, oh, five hundred no. grand. Uh, one hundred seven thousand pounds. Right for, for just for six... six podcasts. Yeah. Right. Okay. I'm not quite sure what they were doing. Yeah. I mean, that, re- that reminds me. I need. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we pay for a license every year that you've not asked me for half of yet. No. And only... we've got a couple of microphones and stands, laptop. At the most, I think we've spent. We've done fifty podcasts, and how much do you think we've spent on it? Uh, not much, is it? Two hundred pounds, maybe. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's not bad going, is it? Yeah. If, how much, and what do you think we could have done if they'd given us 107 grand to podcast? I don't know. But Pod- if, it, if anyone would like to donate... Yes. Um, <laughs> well, just, well, or just to buy, buy us a beer, buy us a coffee, Yeah. Well, a cake. We, 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 we know this, we've, we've had a cake this week and last week, but we don't get cakes every week. Yeah, like Test Match Special, send us some cakes in while we sit here in our Rolexes. Yeah, and, and, and should you send us anything like that, we will be happy to mention you and promote your own business. If yeah. you have a business that needs promoting, yes, for free. See, we 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 will do we'll do adverts, won't we? But we we don't want payment. We want stuff. We want beer so and cake. If it's snow gear, like we'll sit here in ski masks and stuff like that, and then we'll podcast and we'll go and try and rob someone. Yeah, exactly. Um, and and that this brings me on to actually. Um, so how can, how can that possibly bring you on to anything? No, well, get ready. Okay, so just the other week. I was out at Wentworth Garden Centre, real good garden centre, um, just in Rotherham, just on the edge of where we live in Sheffield, here in Chapel Town. Um, and I was walking through and I thought, oh, look, over there, I'm going to buy one of those because it's going to snow soon. I bought a sledge. And then this All week, right. we've experienced temperatures in February. The hottest ever. Of 20, February. what, 21 degrees did it reach in some parts of the I UK, think so, I think? Yeah. Something like that. So I've got a sledge that's um, probably going to sit there now for another year at least. Go on a wet grass banking instead. Yeah. Slide down. Mm-hmm. Um, no, that's, that's my daughter, by the way, not for me. All right, cool. Good. I was, I was hoping that was the case. <laughs> um, so, um, we've, um, one of the things I said I would do for uh, for, our, for my uh, my nephews is set them up a bank account. Okay. Do you know what I'm not going to do? You're not going to do? I'm not going to tell the bank that I am a vegan, which is partly because I'm not a vegan. <laughs> but I'm not going to, even if I was, I wouldn't tell them. Right, okay. Uh, and do you know why? Go on. Well, it's funny you asked, Jimba. And this relates to uh, someone who'd contacted uh, NatWest Bank, I think it was. And they wanted to take out a loan to uh, so they could go on a course to do with vegan nutrition. And I think they wanted to take out a loan of £400 to go on a course so they could learn about vegan nutrition. And Which is quite important these days, I suppose. It sounds like a sensible thing to do. Uh, yeah, furthering their own career, yeah, yeah. enhancing their understanding. I, mean, I, I did an exam the other day. I had to get on Microsoft PowerPoint. Office specialist, specialist. Office specialist. Well done, congratulations. I passed with flying colours. Well done. Yep. So I can do presentations now. To yep. a, I could before, but you know, sounds good, doesn't it? You do amaz- amazing visual stuff, yet you do an audio podcast. Exactly. So, but yep. never mind. Uh, Anyone well, wants a presentation, give me a shout. Yep. Another Con- sneaky plug there. Congratulations. Thank uh, you. And you can hear Jimbo on 95.7 points on FM. Uh, yeah, on we've a... done that already. Yep. And I also got a badge for it as well. So. Oh, well done. Very Not good. that I'm wearing it. Uh, but NatWest, um, someone working for NatWest, told this person that all vegans should be punched in the face. Okay. Which, which I think is a bit mean. <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't even know Piers Morgan worked for NatWest. <laughs> uh, but it's, I don't think that's very good, is it? Not really, no. I'll be honest, most of my banking nowadays is all contactless, so I'm quite alarmed that uh, <laughs> the person said they were going to do that. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, do you know what his actual excuse was? Go on. That he didn't like vegans, because a lot of vegans had drawn on the pavements near him in chalk. Uh, and made sort of various statements about being vegan and vegetarian and what have you. Mm-hmm. So as a result, he hates vegans. Well, we've done a vegan podcast, haven't we? So yeah, we have, yes. I hope, I mean, th- maybe this um, NatWest banker could listen to the podcast and educate himself 
a bit more on uh, veganism because it was quite a while ago, wasn't it? Maybe a year ago or so. Yeah. He could educate himself on veganism and then if he's still not happy, he can come and punch us in the face if he likes as yes. well. Yes, yeah. If he gives us £400. Well, they, they, gave, they, gave, they gave the person £200 compensation, which was half of the... Well, <laughs> you know, 400 quid's quite, not very much to ask for, is it? For, no, not for really, bank? yeah. Um, I, I think I'd be a bit annoyed if I was working in the call centre that you had to sort of spend ages trying to arrange this loan for £400 and the probably, bank probably wouldn't get much out of it. Mm. But I suppose it says quite a lot about the taming of the banking industry, doesn't it? Yeah. A few years ago, we had all these bankers and the bonuses and all this oh, You could stuff. get anything years ago, couldn't you? Yeah, they'd give, yeah, give money for out. But nowadays, oh, what's the big problem? Uh, someone was threatening to punch vegans in the face because they request a loan of four hundred pounds. It's not quite, not quite what it used to be, is it? Bring back greedy bankers. That's what we want. Bit more, bit more stories about that. Yeah, and at least wear like a, a boxing glove before you do punch. Or not a leather boxing glove, mind you. But I think the point was made over the phone, so yeah, you can't, probably can't hold the phone if you've got boxing. Oh, so he on. told he was going to punch him in the face. Didn't actually do it. I don't think. No, they didn't no. do it. Obviously, yeah. Uh, and I, I don't think it was actually a face to face meeting. I'll put your hand in a lettuce if you are going to punch anybody in the face. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, which, if if you do want to abuse people with food, then what you could do is throw a cheese slice at your child. Yeah, why not? Have you seen that? No. <laughs> no? What have, you been, what have you been doing this week? It's a new internet craze, isn't it? Get off a cheese slice and throw it at your baby. Right, is it? Yeah. Okay. Google it, Google it. It's definitely happening. Why is it wrote down here that it's throwing cheese slices at your dog? Oh, well, dog, child, same thing. Guys. <laughs> I don't know why I put dog. Um, it, should be, it should be child. Okay. And there's a lot of videos at the moment. Is it because of... they're good at sticking cheese slices? Yes, that's the whole point. Ah. So it sticks to the child's face and... This, these babies obviously get confused because, you know, they can probably smell horrible processed cheese. They can't see, maybe, because it might have gone over their eye. You could have done some sort of game on the podcast. What, throw bits of food at you? Yeah, just or, yeah, just cheese slice. We could have had cheese slice throwing competition between... I mean, it's not obviously it's a visual thing, so... Yeah, or maybe. Maybe this bun that I've got that I've not eaten yet. <laughs> shove that in your face. So that's one thing that's been going on. Um, and it's time to talk about one of our friends. Okay. Can you remember Yashito Chamora? I think his name was. Can you remember him? Yeah. Was he some some sort of Japanese politician who did or said something a bit unusual? Or yes, uh, I'm, I'm not sure if I pronounced his name right. Uh, Yashikata Sakurada. I think it'll do. Yeah, near enough. Anyway, a Japanese politician. Anyway, uh, he's public... is he the one with the funny? No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's publicly apologised. Do you know what he publicly apologised for? Go on. He arrived three minutes late for a meeting. All right, okay. Which in Japan is like a big no-no. Right, yeah. If it's um, one of those bullet trains, it shouldn't be late for anything. It should, no, be, th- should be earlier, if anything. Uh, it, in fact, you should be able to time travel. Because they're going that fast. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if you could actually go back in time if you travelled that mm. quickly. But uh, it, we talked about him because he was the one who had got a... It was Minister for Cybersecurity, but he said never use a computer. That was the one. Yeah, he managed to get himself into a into a role... Yes. Unexpectedly almost, didn't he? Without, yeah. yeah. Um, we turned for, turned for a meeting three minutes late and everyone in Japan was absolutely disgusted. Uh, he's had to apologise for it. What I was mean, the meeting about? Um, time management. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I'm not too sure, in all honesty. I'll see if we can find out. But it, there's been a lot of high-profile gaffes uh, that he's been involved in, which included... He was also minister in, involved with the Olympics as well, this particular person. And previously, or quite recently, he'd also said that he felt quite let down after a Olympic swimming hopeful from Japan, uh, they got diagnosed with leukaemia. And his response was to say he was quite let down by that. Right, okay. 
So I'm not sure this fella is quite uh, quite all clued in, to be honest. I mean, so if you would like a job with our government instead of the Japanese yeah. <laughs> ones, then uh, please do feel contact feel free to or, contact us. Or, or maybe he'll go for the uh, president American presidential election election next time. Yes, they're, yeah. they're going. Yeah, is that incompetent that you could take over a transport secretary in the UK? <laughs> um, so yeah, that's, that's well. I mean, three minutes late is an improvement, isn't it, for us? So. Oh, yes, yeah. yeah if if, if his get... trains are going to be three minutes late, I'm happy with that. Yeah, fine. Just set us watch three minutes late. We're fine. We're sorted. So that was uh, that, that was that as well. And um, probably for one of our final stories, just for sort of like wrap up this news section, um, we need to talk about a man in America who thought he was eating some yoghurt. Do you know what the slight problem was? I'm guessing it wasn't yoghurt. It wasn't yoghurt. Guess what it was? <laughs> no idea. Cheese slice. <laughs> it wasn't cheese slice, no. <laughs> Perhaps he couldn't see because he got a cheese slice on his face and over his eyes. It um, was, in fact, some paint. Right, okay. It was paint. He, he thought it was yoghurt, but it was paint. This man in his 90s, I think his granddaughter... Sort Is of, he gloss? Uh, I, don't, I don't know how smooth and silky it was now, how nice <laughs> it went down. I, I can only assume he thought it was some kind of minty-type yeah. treat, and uh, and he ate it. Maybe maybe Muller could have jumped out and renamed the renamed the paint a certain yoghurt-type thing. A Muller, li- a Muller white yoghurt. Yeah. Probably might, might, might work better. So. <laughs> But it made me think of all the confusion you possibly get around um, the types of paint. I mean, back in the old days, you had white, you had magnolia, and that was mm-hmm. about it, really. But now you can get so many different types and just different shades. Um, they remind me of a time a few years ago when I created a game called Paint or Horse. Paint or Horse? No. Not pin the tail on donkey or anything like that, or paint the horse. <laughs> paint or horse. And you've even got, like, little bits of paper. You've, you've prepared so much that you've got little bits of... Is this because you've played this game before? I've played this game before. Uh, I present... Because uh, uh, my abilities on the Waste of Web Space podcast gets noted so much, I actually present our Cricket Club's presentation night. Uh, and our presentation night a couple of years you've ago... You've told us about this before, I though. I played paint or horse. How did the presentation go night, uh, t- um, night go last time round? Oh, I completely died. <laughs> I'd on my arse. Uh, but I had a good time. And I think some other people did as well. So... Are you going to try it again? Um, well, unless anyone wants to oust me. Um, I suppose I suppose I might do it again this year. Okay. But I don't know. So I thought we'll, we'll play this game on the podcast, paint yeah. or horse. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to say something. Say, for example, if it was red rum. Yeah, you would know that red rum was obviously a horse. horse. Yeah, if it was magnolia, you would know that that is a paint. Okay, but obviously I'm not going to do things that are quite that easy. So I will say something, and I want you to work out whether you think it's a paint or a horse. And obviously, feel free to give some reasons. And okay, I'll, I'll tell you. Yeah, either which collection it's in with the uh, with Dulux. Right, I think they said Durex then. Yeah, reason, yeah. <laughs> just it's be careful. It, yeah, or uh, yeah. Mm. it's good is for it... good for keeping the paint in t- in one place. Let's, <laughs> yeah. let's just say, yeah. Is it uh, is it paint, horse, or contraceptive? <laughs> um, so they're from Dulux's catalogue. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or they've run in the Grand National between, I think, 1970 and 1980 or something like that. Okay. So let's start off with Firecracker. Firecracker, okay. Is that a paint or a horse? Oh, I'm going to say horse, I think. I think it sounds just like something quick, so let's go horse. Uh, you'd be wrong. It's in the clear reds and pinks. Oh. Okay. Uh, I have obviously tried to pick horses and paints that sound like the feasible right. could be a horse or a paint, by okay. the way. Uh, so, Royal Regatta. Royal Regatta. Okay, I think I've heard of that before, and I think that is a horse. Uh, again, you're wrong. Oh. Uh, that's, a, that's a clear blues. No, that's probably where I've heard of it, actually. Uh, Grey Sombrero. Um, 
Right, I don't know why you'd call, um, unless it's, I don't know why you'd call a bit of a paint sombrero, because that's like what a, me- a Mexican wears, isn't it? A big hat, is that right? I don't think they actually wear them, but traditionally, yes. <laughs> I don't think, Not every I've, single yeah, Mexican. We've both been to Mexico. How many people did you actually see wearing ponchos and <laughs> um, sombreros, other than the people there as part of entertainment? <laughs> Uh, not many. Do, do you know what a Mexican calls the thing that you put underneath the carpet? Uh, uh, un- uh, <laughs> yes, I do. Underlay, yes, underlay. Yes, yes, yes. Very good. Do you know what the two? Do you know what the two Mexican uh, firefighters are called? No. How's A and how's B? <laughs> what did What did the Mexicans say when a bush um, covered in meat attacked him? He say it's a hambush. He did say it's a hambush. <laughs> what about the uh, Mexican whose uh, car got stolen? Do you know what he was called? I, no, I don't. Carlos. Carlos. Hey. <laughs> Which also could be a Spanish or Portuguese name. Yeah, but yeah. Same, you know. They've all got funny tinge, haven't they? So, oh, oh, sorry. Uh, oh, come on. Come sorry. On. <laughs> right. Come on, Angela Smith. Get on with yep. it. So, grey sombrero. Grey sombrero, not a horse. It's it's a, it's not a paint, so it's a horse. Okay, you're right. It fell out of the chair in 1973. There we go. Urban obsession. Why did we go talking about Mexicans then? But anyway. Sombrero. <laughs> Uh, so, Urban Obsession. Urban Obsession. Uh, oh, I think that could be a paint. Uh, you're right. It's from the Deep Warm Neutral uh, Selection. Oh, you've got a deal here. Spon- are you sponsored by Dulux? Du- uh, yes, du- <laughs> Durex again. I'd love to be sponsored by Durex. Yes. Uh, French Excuse. Quid a shag. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, French Excuse. French Excuse. Which, feasibly, again, could sound like a, a contraceptive, you would have thought. But um, French Excuse. Okay. Uh, so... A, ho- a French horse is known for being not very good, so it's like a French excuse if it's rubbish. So let's go horse. Yep, fell at the eighth in 1970. Well, at least they got an excuse. Yeah, the French. French are not used to running. Not not used to working such a long day. <laughs> uh, Moroccan flame. Moroccan flame. Uh, oh, I think Moroccan. Yeah, it sounds like a. Yeah, I'm gonna go paint for that one. Uh, yep, in the clean orange section. Next up, Crystal Surprise. Crystal Surprise. Uh, let's go horse with that one, I think. Oh, you'd be wrong. Oh. It's in the clean, it's in the clean teal section. It's a clear teal first up. Um, burnt Desert. Um, sounds like a paint to me, that one. I, I imagine like a dark, orangey sort of colour. Uh, yeah, in the muted yellows. Okay. Uh, brown Admiral. Uh, oh, Brown Admiral. Let's go. Let's go paint. You're wrong, he's a horse. He fell at Beecher's Brook in 1977. Grey Steel. Grey Steel? Grey Steel. Grey Steel. Sounds like it could be a name, yeah, Steel. But then Steel, yeah, I'm going to go paint for that one. You'd be right, it's in deep, cool, neutral section. Um, burnt Oak. I think it's actually, is that a tube station? <laughs> I, think, I think Burnt Oak, near Collindale. Possibly. On Northern Line. Um, Northern Right Line that is apparently improving. Uh, no, well, this is tubes, not the different. Oh, fair oh, enough. You've, fair got, enough, you've getting... got great good trains down south, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm gonna go. Up. I'm gonna go. Uh, but I think I've heard that paint before, actually. So I'm gonna go paint. Uh, wrong. Fell at oh. the fell at twenty third in nineteen eighty four. Now talking about Durex, uh, Banana Dream. <laughs> this is yeah. This is this is contraceptive. I think yes. I'm gonna go paint. Paint clean yellows, correct. Uh, another one from uh, from Durex, uh, Hot Tomato. <laughs> Um, well, so your tomatoes might get a bit hot during... Uh, so, oh, we, we, are, we, are, we are on horses or paint, Horse or not, paint, There's yeah. no contraceptive involved, really, It's not contraceptive it? or right. tubes. Uh, let's go horse, that one. You'll be right. Fell at the last fence in 1983. 
Red Stallion. Oh, that's a horse. No, pint. <sighs> sounds like a horse. Yeah, it, should be. It, sounds, it sounds very horse-like. Cleans reds and pinks. Uh, Azure Sky. Paint. you would be right. Clean blue section. Um, should we make this the last one? Yeah, go for the last okay. one. Blue Charm. Blue Charm. Okay. I'm going to go horse for that one, I think. Finished second, 1999. Well done. Thank you very much. I'm not quite sure how many you got there, but I think you were. Did you enjoy that? I did enjoy that. Um, it's not helped me when picking colours for my, you know, because if I phone up and, and uh, you know, because people do a lot of online and phone shopping these days. Now, if I end up ordering a blue charm for the bedroom and I end up with a horse <laughs> <laughs> instead... Uh, it's not going to be so good, is it? No, not so good. I think we've got we've probably got enough to do that next week as well. I mean, up for that, but if we could do con- if we could put contraceptive in there as well, I think it'd make it a lot better. That's just a bit of standard feedback from me. Yep. Uh, you could call it Durex Dulux or horse. Yeah, <laughs> we might be able to think of something better yeah. before next week. Uh, do you know, I? I... I, um, when I was on holiday, uh, we did like a horse race type thing. I think I posted I a video on Instagram. This, yeah. And I tried to call... You to wind a string or something. To wind a string the horse on the end of it. I tried to put down a pun for what the name of my horse was. Nobody got it, did they? No, very disappointing. I tried to call it Usain Colt. <laughs> instead of Usain Bolt, yeah. Did, didn't you want to go with Hung Like a Human? I did, yeah, initially, yeah. But uh, <laughs> I thought that might the nuance of that might uh, might miss out. <laughs> Okay, so uh, on to, we're on to my bit next, aren't we? Uh, yes, yeah. So um, basically then, it's National Careers Week um, this week, so uh, as of the 4th of March. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know, I just thought we'd talk a little bit about careers. Is there anything that you'd like to do as an alternative career? Uh, I want to become a professional podcaster. <laughs> I knew I've, you'd say I've that. I've been speaking to Liam Fox. He said, yeah. I can sort you out. I've got a gig. got loads of funding for it. Okay. About 20 grand an episode. Have you, have you had any experience podcasting before? I've got I've got forty two and a bit episodes worth at the moment. Okay, and, and by the end of this, it'll be forty three episodes worth. See, this is where I'd said I'd like to be a radio presenter, but we've already plugged my radio shows. So there's no point in saying that, is there? No, I would like. What would I like to do in an ideal world? Um, I'd like, I'd like, I'd, I enjoy playing cricket. So I'd like to have something to do with cricket. That'd be nice mm. if I could do that. Maybe, maybe in later life, who knows? I've always thought if everything went uh, well, tits up, and yeah. uh, I needed a different job, I've always thought like police. The police would be a, a call in for me. I could see myself working for the police, but... Hang on, when you said the police would be calling for you, yeah. does that mean you're going to take into a life of crime? <laughs> or do you mean actually going to work for the police? No, I'm going to be waiting for a message in a bottle from yeah. Sting uh, <laughs> and, from, and and join 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 uh, Sting and the police, I think, no. But I, I think, no, I think, uh, yeah, I think I'd like to maybe... that If I didn't know what to do and I was just completely stuck, I think that's what I'd like to do. But, but obviously but... I'd like to uh, be a... Uh, a a presenter, a, a trainer for for doing PowerPoint presentations and interactive sessions and things like that, or you know that kind of thing. If, if have I, I mentioned that I've already done that yeah. plug? Haven't I? If only you got some kind of qualification to do that. Oh yeah, well, I'm Microsoft Office specialist. Yeah. If I said earlier, on. PowerPoint. Yeah, um, but I suppose that's a great advert for the police, isn't it? If I couldn't think of anything else, I've got <laughs> nothing else that I wanted to do and had no interest in, or become a policeman. Yeah, uh, I've always fancied being one of those football mascots. Really? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's not. You know, because I'm a good friend with the podcast, pod, um, sorry, with the football mascots. Yeah, uh, a good friend with Barney the Owl, I think. Barney uh, and Ozzy. Ozzy, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we haven't mentioned that it's a Sheffield derby. Yes, Sheffield. How against. can we forget that? 
So we've got we we are a Sheffield podcast, so we have to give the Sheffield Derby a big shout out. Yeah, it's Steve Bruce tomorrow against Chris Wilder of Sheffield United. Steve Bruce, Sheffield Wednesday, of course. We uh, will be favouring Sheffield Wednesday, of course, in that, won't we? But football's the big winner, hopefully. And um, uh, speaking of the police, let's hope they have an easier day tomorrow. Yeah, Monday night though. As how's that good for football fans having game on a Monday night? But it's a prime. T- it's it's a good time for you know people like Monday night football, don't they? Monday night football's been a thing for people watching on the telly, which is a bit of shame because it means that not many people are going to go to the ground or as many as they should do. But it's a great opportunity for the Sheffield clubs to be in front because there's no other games taking place tomorrow night, as far as I'm aware. All oh, right, so it's prime prime. Uh, prime spot on TV. It's usually Sky's big match, isn't it, on the Monday night? Yeah. Um, so, um, yes, yeah, so it's a good, really good opportunity for Sheffield Wednesday and United to put themselves out there, really. Show people what they're about. Yep. Uh, I'm a little bit worried, but, you know. Uh, can, you remember, can you remember the last Sheffield derby what happened? It was just on Remembrance Day, wasn't it? And Or just before Remembrance yes, Day. Yes, we mentioned this, didn't we? Did we? And they, they piped in some uh, crowd noise over the minute silence. Mm-hmm. Git. Terrible. <laughs> but... Because that that sort of reminds me as well. About town, did you see the five pass for Tony? The what's I did. I saw the. We 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 we're not. We, is this now our Sheffield section of the podcast? We'll, yes. We'll rename the Sheffield section of the podcast, and then we'll come back to national careers week in a second. Yeah. Tony um, has made a career for seventy five <laughs> years uh, of tending to someone's grave. Uh, yeah. This the ten amigos, mm-hmm. um, as as they were now called, and uh, Dan Walker from BBC bumped into him and said, uh, "Oh, that Tony was a little boy playing in the park." And a plane was, it looked like it was going to crash land. I think it was trying to land, but it didn't want to land near where the little boys were playing. This is Encliffe Park Encliffe in Sheffield. Park in Sheffield, yeah. So it kind of crashed into the woods and all the, all the people died. I mean, no one's actually like picked any holes in this story. I mean, why was Tony playing in the park in February when it was freezing cold? <laughs> no one really knows. No one's really actually... Was he not in no. on his computer games playing Fortnite? Yeah, why wasn't he? I mean, there's no footage of this on his iPhone. It could have been. It could have been deciding whether to put a paint on his walls or a yeah, horse. Exactly. Um, um, but the plane crashed, and or throwing mo- cheese slices at his younger brother. Yeah, perhaps was processed it... cheese invented seventy-five years ago. Probably, I don't think so. I think, I think, I think rationing during the war. Yeah, you'd, uh, you'd, you'd probably be a bit wasteful to throw your cheese slices at people. Back then, what was the best thing? Because I imagine sliced bread wasn't about then. Oh, I think sliced bread was probably invented in about 19, the nineteen. 19- 10s, 1920s. Oh, so it was around then. Okay. I mean, do you think when it was invented, they said, this is sliced bread. It's the best thing ever. (laughs) Um, So so, um, we've got a fly pass. We've got some military aircraft flying overhead. Did did you see it? I did see it, yeah. Yeah, I was at Chapel Town Station. All right. I was on the way uh, to go and do an exam. Oh, okay. In... (laughs) But what was that like, about? Well, it was to be a Microsoft Office specialist in PowerPoint. And oh. it flew straight, the, the, the two jets flew straight off my head. So I saw the jets, but I didn't see the big, uh, the big sort of what, what, I can't remember what plane it was. I can't, but... there, was a, there was a really big one that came yeah. up first. Yeah, it was quite, uh, quite noticeable. I saw the two jets, though. Yeah. Um, so anyway, careers. Okay. Let's, should we start again? Yes. That was us doing our bit for Sheffield. Yep. Um, anyway, so careers then, yeah. Um, we would spoke a bit about what kind of careers we'd like to do, if not this one, or if not our actual jobs that we do on a day-to-day basis. Um, but did you know there's a lot of celebrities out there that used to do jobs that um, that before they were celebrities, basically? So I thought, you know, like we do the game where you've got to guess as many celebrities as you can. In, yep. Is it like three minutes or something? Five that we minutes do? we fly, yeah. Is it five minutes? So I thought I'd see if there's 33 altogether, see if you can get all 33. Okay. Challenge. Um, but obviously, um, I'm going to be trying to describe them 
and the job that they did before. So I'll describe the job that they did before. I'll tell you what job they did before. Okay. But I'm going to also try and describe try and the celebrity. Yep. And, yeah. Okay. So. Can I just jump in first as well, Si? Sliced bread was advertised, uh, was first sold in 1928. Right. So well, 1920s, yeah. So, so was this after or before Tony? Uh, well, Bef- that was 1944, wasn't it? 75 oh, years, of so, course, uh, yeah. yes, before Tony. So that's fine. Okay. Um, so he did ab- have sliced bread. Yes, advertised as the greatest forward step in the baking industry since bread was wrapped. <laughs> right, so are you ready then to guess these celebrities, uh, and all these celebrities did different jobs before they were famous today? Are you ready? Yep. Okay, your time starts now. First of all then, she is a chat show host, and um, uh, on this chat show... Um, what yeah, she, she's, she a, used to do. she's a famous American chat show host. I think she's quite... Uh, Ellen DeGeneres. No, she was at the wedding of Harry and... I think she was at Harry... Oprah Winfrey. Oprah Winfrey, there you go. She worked in a grocery store before. Oh, okay. Now, this next person uh, wants to be president. Um, Can you ask? He, yes, and he worked for Gap before oh, okay. he became a, um, a rapper okay. or whatever he is. Before he became a moron. This person dressed as a chicken and ran round promoting a uh, chicken restaurant. Uh, and delivered refrigerators. He's an actor. Um, some people say he looks a bit shit, but he doesn't. He is a spitting image of myself. Uh, very good looking. He was in a film called... Uh, I think he's been in Mission Impossible films. He's quite Tom, short. Tom no, I've got the wrong one. <laughs> married to... Uh, Tom Hanks. Uh, married to Angelina Jolie. Brad Pitt. There you go. There you go. Next then, another oh, actor. Yeah. Um, he sold... Pens as a telemarketer. So he actually sold pens oh, over uh, the Jack phone. from Love Island. No. He sold not pens. Him. No, he did sell pens, but he played Captain Jack Sparrow and Edward Scissorhands. Oh, um, Johnny Depp. Excellent. Next then, uh, I've just mentioned this lady because she went out with Brad Pitt. Angelina Jolie. Yes, and she was pursuing a career in mortuary science. Oh, yeah, yes, uh, yeah. Because she was disappointed with how her grandfather's funeral went. All oh, right. Which is a bit pointless because he's already been buried, obviously, yeah. and died. So Is that why she's a Tomb Raider to try and... Possibly, yeah. possibly. Next then, um, this is a bit more difficult. She's an actress. I don't think... I'm going to be able to get a name. Uh, what could it, it? It rhymes with uh, something. I don't. I can't. I'll come back to that one. Okay. Next. Uh, next. He's an actor as well. Um, he went out with somebody who was quite a lot older than him. I think uh, an American actor, I believe. Um, he he uh, went. He, he was. He was doing. He had a modelling career before, or he was doing engineering degree. Um, uh, Aston Kutcher. There you go. Well done. Next. Uh, this man. Is uh, he's a bit? I think he's a bit. Is it? Is he Australian or something like that? Um, he, Russell Crowe. No, no, he might not be Australian then either. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm terrible at this. So he was in a film. I think he was in Perfect Storm, was he? And he might oh. have been in. Uh, he's been in lots of films. He's another big name. He's, he's an older. He's a. He's a, he's a more people established. F- established actor. Uh, lots of people look up to him. I believe we had a teacher called Miss Bowering who somehow knew this particular person. Oh, George person. Clooney. There you go. Why did she know him? I don't know. We'll come back to that in a second. Next then. This gentleman um, is always living on a prayer. And, John Bon Jovi. Yeah, there you go. By the way, uh, what did he do? He wanted to be a baseball player, did George Clooney. Oh, before. wanted to be one. Yeah, oh, no, he, he trialled for one. Okay. Um, John Bon Jovi, uh, what was he doing? He was a janitor at a school. Okay. Next then. Uh, she sounds like... Uh, a uh, name sounds like Bollock. It's not Sandra Bullock. There you go. She was uh, working as a waitress <laughs> in a cocktail bar. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Did a human league when, tribute when act. I met you. Yeah. Next, then he, uh, he he played Indiana Jones. Harrison Ford. There you go. And he worked as a Boy Scout at adventure camp. Uh, so he worked as like a, a scout leader sort of thing. All right. Yeah. On a sports commentator as well, would you believe? And he also made furniture. I think. <laughs> uh, next, then 
she worked for Dunkin' Donuts and she could have put them on her boobs instead of the cones that she put on her boobs. <laughs> Madonna. There you go. Uh, next then, this is an actress, I believe. Oh, I don't really know. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, I'll come back to her. Next then, he's a funny... He, he was in The Mask. He was in The Grinch. Uh, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. He was working as a janitor as well. Uh, next then, uh, don't know her, don't know him. Uh, um, I'm confused about this one. Uh, I think this his name's spelt wrong, but anyway, he he's 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 from Glasgow, I think, or he, he supports he he sings Maggie May and stuff uh, like Rob that. Stewart. But they've got him down as Rob Stewart for Rob. some reason. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next then, somebody else who was married to Brad Pitt. Um, uh, Jennifer Aniston. There you go. Uh, next then, he was uh, a lawyer before before he does his job now. He was a lawyer. I mean, you've run out of time. Oh, go on. We'll start at all finish. D- uh, do you want to start to finish? So yeah. he uh, he's in he's in what does he do? He's I am Spartacus or something like that. Uh, and he was in PS I Love You. He's got the same name as uh, a footballer who played for Liverpool and a manager who managed Liverpool. Uh, Gerard uh, Gerard Hulli. So uh, Gerard Depardieu. No. Uh, uh, his second it, it, his Gerard, second right? name could also be a job that he used to do, but he didn't used to do this job. Um, like maybe working for Batman or something. Oh, Gerard Bus Driver. No. Gerard, Gerard Driver. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, working for Gerard Robin. <laughs> Come on, what did what did Batman have? What uh, Batman Bill. What did Bruce Wayne have? Uh, he had a bat signal. No, what was his assistant? Was his what was Robin? His... No, he had a, he had somebody who did all these made all these weapons for him and folded uh, his clothes. Butler. <laughs> yes. Oh, Gerard Butler. There you go. Course, yeah. Finally. Anyway, we got there in the end. Uh, I'm not sure how successful that was. I, I lost count there, unfortunately. But yeah, he used to be a wait. He used to be a lawyer. Um, she was all, uh, Jennifer Aniston was a telemarketer as well, uh, and a waitress, and a bike messenger. Hey up. What? <laughs> Whatever one of those is. Um, Rod Stewart was a, a, a grave digger, or oh, it says Rob Stewart here. Am I getting this right? Is that Rod Stewart? Or... Uh, that, that is Rod Stewart, yeah. Rod, and they've just yeah. got his name wrong. Yeah. To be honest, I could actually see most of the photos in the reflection in your glasses. <laughs> oh, so, but I couldn't, I couldn't tell them well enough. Um, Note to self, do not wear glasses yeah. uh, in future when playing this yeah. game. But do you know Rod Stewart's son plays ice hockey for Great Britain? Does he now? Yes. Yeah. Uh, he's a good footballer as well, isn't he, Rod Stewart? He could have been a footballer. I think. Yeah, I think Gordon that? Ramsay could as well, I think, couldn't he? Yeah. Both, uh, both good, talented footballers. He trialled uh, for Brentford, did uh, Rod Stewart. So there you go. Maybe we need a career change anyway, Fisher. Yep. Um, so I think that might be pretty much all we've got time for, other than to give out some of our usual shout-outs and shout-outs, messages yeah. and all the sort of things like that. So get in touch with us, wasteofwebspace.co.uk is our website. Yeah. You can Facebook us, Waste of Webspace, Twitter us at Waste of Webspace. Yeah, I mean, uh, we, did, we, did we mention some of the Valentine's Day uh, poems that we put up? Oh, you all? can read some out if you like. Yeah, so we'd, uh, just with it being Valentine's Day, we took out a few new stories. Um, in the last episode, you talked about the train that was cancelled because of the faeces on the seat. Yep. So uh, we did roses are red, violets are blue. We've cancelled the train because the seat's covered in poo. Yeah, <laughs> like that. Um, and then upon the um, Brexit strategy, uh, the Theresa May being defeated again in terms of a Brexit strategy. Um, no specific one there. That's just a generic thing she loses all the time, I know, don't she? Um, roses are red, water is clear. There's been a vote in the Commons. Theresa's lost for the fourth time this year. <laughs> and uh, Donald Trump building his wall. Do you remember uh, Donald Trump? Uh, you remember Donald, remember Donald Trump? Eh? He's build, building his wall, yep. talking about it. And, and he wants everybody else apart from himself to pay for it. Yes. And he declared a national state of emergency because he couldn't build his wall on time. He went. I've gone. We went for roses are red, 
They stand so tall. If you declare a national emergency, you can get funding to build a wall. <laughs> that was some of our nice, uh, our nice little podcast there. Did you enjoy Valentine's? Uh, it was very good, thank you. Did yes. you? Have, we talked about sex positions or dancers, didn't we? Actually, yes. Apology of the week. I've just remembered. <laughs> Apologies of the week uh, must go to. Yeah, we did a, a Valentine's podcast, and all we mentioned about Valentine's Day was sex positions. <laughs> so we'd like to apologise that there is actually a bit more to love and romance and Valentine's Day than just. Knowing what your sex positions are. Or dancers. Or dance moves. Because a lot of them were dance moves. A lot of some of them dance moves, yeah. The horny rooster. I can't, I can't remember. I can't remember which, which were which in all honesty. Yeah. Uh, but, but we did or was it horny it. cock? I can't quite remember. Uh, I think you, you made a cock joke when you mentioned rooster, yeah. Fair enough. Never mind. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, thank you for listening. We'll be back again next time. Yeah, we'll see you soon. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.